Hey, you've been Welcome back to the All Juve cast, where it's all Juve all the time. We are post Atalanta and Juventus, obviously ending in a 1 1 draw after the uh, late gasp uh, equalizer from our boy Danilo. Um, a lot to uh, break down and dissect in this one. I've got uh, Lex joining me and Francisco. Sorry for the late start, everybody, but Frankie thought he was going to start <laughs> off wearing a blue shirt. wait 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 wait, wait. i did it i did it okay he thought he was gonna be in here wearing a blue shirt we can't have that I did. no no there's no way I, I i didn't know i was like when you when you said it to me i was like oh come on frankie come on now i got i have to change i have to change Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, again, apologies for the late start, but we just can't have that at uh, the all. My bad, guys. My bad. So, yeah, let's let's get going here. Um, Yeah, so a lot of hype around this one. Obviously, it uh, meant a lot in terms of whether or not Juve can put a little bit more pressure up at the top and create a little bit of a gap there between themselves and Atalanta, with Atalanta still, of course, having that game in hand okay and uh yeah lewis sal back from the dead ah not quite still feeling uh pretty pretty rough but uh i'm actually still happy to be here covering with uh again a great crew so let's get to this game we get the lineups we're gonna go through our lineups uh at the start and just kind of get what our thoughts were going into this match against atalanta and then we'll talk about what we noticed after the match once we get to it uh afterwards so obviously events went with chesney and goal Danilo, Delict, Panucci, Decilio across the back with uh, a midfield of McKinney, Locatelli, and Rabio, And, of course, the Trident up top, Dybala, Vlaovic, Morata. I want to get your thoughts on this lineup uh, at the start and what you thought. Uh, let's start with Lex. Um, I was excited about the Trident. I liked seeing um, Morata, Dybala, and Vlaovic play together, so I was happy about that. And the midfield, I'm... I like Locatelli and McKenney. I think they're two best midfielders. I think a lot of people would agree on that. So I was happy to see them playing together as well. And in terms of the triangle, um, Rabiot being included in there, I mean, that's a given. I think Allegri seems to like the balance he brings um, to the midfield. But, I mean, other than that, I was really happy with the front six. And then not too much complaints about the back either. So I was in a 4-3-3 too. So I wasn't um, I had nothing to complain about. I liked the starting lineup, to be honest. There you go. Uh, Frankie, your thoughts? Well, in my case, uh, obviously the front three was the front the yeah. the front three. That there's nothing to argue about that. That was the those were the players that were supposed to play. In the midfield, obviously I wouldn't wouldn't have played Rabio, but it was going to happen. Uh, something that I really like, so it is what it is. I was a little scared about Bonucci in the back because of the start he had on Coppa Italia. I have mm-hmm. to be honest. Personally, I would have tried to go from the start uh, with um, Danilo on center back position and move Cuadrado to the right back position. But I have to say, uh, Bonucci didn't play a, a bad game. So thank God Allegri wasn't thinking like me. So. Yeah. That was my changing in the sense of the lineup. But uh, other than that, I didn't have any problems with the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting shout. I mean, we were all kind of concerned. Uh, Bonucci, yeah, looked far, far from himself in uh, that Copitalia match. But, uh, 
again, it's one of those battles of the mind when you're a manager. Do you just go right back to it or whatnot um, and let the player uh, fight out of it? But honestly, uh, Max has always been that guy to show the faith in the guys and just roll it out. Remember what we had to deal with at the start of the year with Chesney and Max just kept going to the well and uh, let him uh, dig himself out. So, yeah, this is what it is. I mean, lineup-wise, for me, I think uh, – my biggest concern was if we were going to play it as a 4-3-2-1 because I thought if we were going to play it out this way, it might be a little too narrow to take advantage of Atalanta and the way they play because obviously they're going to push with their wing backs. They leave their three center backs at the back. If we could spread them out and open some 1v1 opportunities and attack quickly on counters we could have actually had our way. There was a couple scenarios in the first half where we actually did that. Um, again, typical of this Juventus this season, we have a couple sequences that work, that look good, but we just don't continue with them. And for whatever reason, you know, intensity, um, pace, tempo of the match, like never stays at a sustainable level for us. And it changes. A lot of people think it's because of that midfield. We'll get to that later on. Let's get to the highlights here, though. Um, so we're going to kick it off very, very early on, actually. And a great uh, feed from Dybala at the halfway line found Rabio, who then gets it over to uh, Vlaovic. And Vlaovic actually does uh, really well here. One quick step, digging it out of his feet and having a good go. Forces a good save. Um, so early on, he looks uh, in the mood and ready to uh, test uh, Atalanta and get going. Then we have, uh, this was beautiful, and we were talking, literally I was just talking about this. This is one of those sequences. We pop the ball over the top quickly uh, on a counter, and Dybala's running onto this thing. He gets legs. If you look at who they've got as their center back, they're spread. They're spread, and uh, Dybala comes in here, he cuts inside nicely, has a go, and he just misses the goal. This is one he probably wants back because uh, you'd usually bank on him if he's cutting inside and has clear sight of goal. You're usually going to bank on him finding that. So, yeah, unfortunately, doesn't go our way, but great opportunity. Um, so there you go. This one, oh, so, man, what's what's Tech doing? No, I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm Thank watching God. this game. When I see this, I'm just thinking like he's got no business uh, out there. But when you watch this uh, again at full speed, and we're not breaking it down in clips like this, that ball was moving, and based on where his defenders were positionally, like right here, it looks pretty close because it's on a bounce, and I think that player obviously realizes tech's coming out like he he must have realized because otherwise if tech isn't he could probably run onto that and have a hit somewhere just inside the top of the area we're not based on how the ball is moving but still i think he should have sat back because defender's not completely out uh of the play um frankie what are you thinking here Thank, I'm thinking, thank God that the defenders are there because if he does a foul and there's no defender on side, that's a red card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Thank God. 
thank God that that Bonucci and Logatelli were running back because if he if if the if there's no defender and the referee blows the whistle, it's, that's a red card. There's no discussion. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I was scared. I was really scared when I saw him. I was like, "What? Are, what are you doing? Like, there's, there are you, players around. So look at how far out he is. Like, if you're <laughs> out there, you better be a hundred and fifty percent sure. Like, what the hell? Like, look at how far <laughs> out he is. That, that, Lex that, is just laughing, yeah. but I'm sure you were not laughing yesterday when this happened. No, I was scared it was going to be a red. And when he first came out and kind of took the guy out, but then, um, like Frankie mentioned, with the defenders being close by, and then um, I think the ref let the play go on, so he called the advantage. And then they also had a clear shot, but which I'm glad Muriel missed that one because that was an open Muriel oh, is yeah, missing. look, this thing's not even Muriel. going in. Muriel is missing everything right now. Like, Muriel is not, that's not even going in. Like, uh, Manucci clears it out uh, for the sake of clearing it out, but it's not even not even going on target. Um, yeah, Muriel wasn't uh, banging that one in. If the guys weren't back, different story. But, yeah, trying to hit it on the one time, no, wasn't working. Anyways, we end the half like this. Um, what were you guys' thoughts at halftime? Did you think there was any changes need to made and if there was just adjustments what were the adjustments that you uh would think needed to be made in this match when we were at halftime probably i would have tried to play with Zagaria and try to move local a little further uh, on the pitch maybe that's the only change i would have tried to make but other than that we were playing good and our first half i think was good i would think we, we were the better team we were dominating possession, which is rare, and, and with with Max, especially playing with Atalanta. But I thought that maybe we should we should have played more on attack, taking into into consideration that they didn't have Zapata, and and Atalanta misses Zapata a lot because they don't have that presence on the on the area. So yeah. I think we should have risk, have more risk, but. We didn't. Uh, I think if we score one goal, nobody is saying nothing in the first half. So, it, for me, it was a good first half, but we didn't score. That's a problem. We had to, We need to finish those plays, and if if you don't make them, the other team is going to make them. So, yeah. Again, I think I kind of agree. I mean, it wasn't a bad first. Half. I think the way it ended wasn't the best. I think the end to that first half, probably last 10, 15 minutes, was pretty like woeful for for juve but the rest of the first half i think was fine again we saw some opportunities uh probably should have done better on there was a lot of misplaced passes in critical moments also for juventus that shut themselves down um and again whether that be the per the individuals involved um you know uh failing on those or just chemistry whatnot but we had a lot of those instances as well that kind of shut ourselves down. Lex, what were your thoughts at half? Yeah, I agree with what both of you said. I think that those first 25, um, like solid 25, maybe 30 minutes of the first half were really, really good from our team. Like that's some of the best soccer I think we've seen us play like this season. In my opinion, it was 
incredible to watch. And I think, like Frankie said, the regret you take away from that is just not scoring. Because when you come out like that and you're having such a dominant first 30 minutes, you need to get a goal in that time. And I think when we didn't score in that period, I was like, oh, no, I don't know now about the rest of this game, right? And then the last 10, 15 minutes of the half were not great at all from us. We kind of survived the whole um, Chesney debacle. And then at halftime, I was convinced to maybe make a bit of a change because the last 15 minutes were so rough for us. But Max, yeah. I guess he trusted his lineup. But um, So I want to ask you, if you were going to make a change, Lex, what would that change have been? Um, I think something in the midfield. Uh, I liked Frankie's shout to um, move Loka up and put Zakaria in the Regista role, or you could put Arthur in. I think that that's probably what I would have done. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, everybody's got uh, some different thoughts on uh, where, you know, where that something is missing. And it's funny because Lapoel can actually put a tweet out with Juventus after this match. And he said, yeah, good match. Hard fought by Atalanta, and he said that, hey, there's something still missing, but this team continues to grow. We'll talk about that, too, after, and we'll get to the second half highlights here. So, kicks off second half, and Derun from the top of the area actually curls one over to uh, the corner there, and uh, Chesney does well um, getting over to this and making this uh, stop here. But uh, Atalanta coming out, uh, pressing Pretty good right out of the hop here. This one was absolutely uh, ridiculous. Uh, when we talk about some big saves, this was pure, pure reaction. People all over in front, and uh, Vlaovic absolutely hammers this thing. And this keeper, uh, you know, and I get I get that, you know, if you're watching this, you see, well, he barely had to move. It's not far from him. He's not seeing this until it gets by that first guy. It's an absolute hammer. And, uh, yeah, big, big save there. I thought for sure if he puts this thing on goal hard from there, um, it's going in. So, again, another opportunity we don't get. This was off a corner kick headed by um, uh, uh, this. I can't even remember this guy's name. It doesn't really matter. He stinks. Anyways, um, so close, so close uh, to being an old goal. I would have taken it. And then we get to this. Oh, my God. So – we talked about in the first half opportunities that were missed in our own attack with passes and misplayed passes. There was actually an absolutely critical one that, okay, thank you for everybody. Give me the name. Okay. It's actually a nightmare looking at it too. And the way it's spelt there. Uh, but uh, Jim Sadie. Yeah. This again, yeah. Vlaovic has to hit Dybala on the pass that led to this whole scenario at the back here. Delict takes a foul on this one as well. Again, there's a lot of discussions in this one. But this hit yeah, was absolute cannon, okay? There's nothing you can do. It's an absolute cannon from Malin. And Malinovsky scores every time we play them, man. Like, it's just... This was an absolute rocket. And swerving away from Chesney and dipping like I saw a lot of people giving Chesney flack for oh, this goal. Come on now. There's come absolutely on. nothing to the other thing is too from the angle behind Malinowski, this player is actually 
directly like in front of that he slightly moves his torso out of the way after it comes get close so Chesney doesn't actually see it till the ball's probably right around here at the top of the area and from there to here nah, it it's matter. all swerve and dip from there good luck good nah, luck. It, does, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if when you when you get hit a ball like that <clears throat> you can only say well good job guys and let's go for the tie because there's nothing you can do but like for real we can try to uh critique the past before obviously nobody's thinking you're gonna make that mistake there yeah you have to make the pass but that's not a critical this end of the world mistake it's something that happens happens mistakes and then nobody's thinking Malinowski is gonna hit that so the, the people that are giving crap to Chesney for that goal come on now come on now nobody's stopping that you can put any goalkeeper in the world yeah and nobody it doesn't matter prime Buffon yeah. is not stopping that it's not stopping that shot so uh Gigi would uh, yeah maybe <laughs> yeah. Jesus, freak. No, I yeah, I can't blame Tech on this. Come on. Uh ultimately, you know, fantastic hit from Malinowski has to be said. We get after this goal a little bit out of sorts for you. Yes. A little bit out of sorts. You could tell they were rattled. Um and Atalanta gets another incredible opportunity. This was uh, absolutely wild. We absolutely completely lost Hadabor. And, uh, man, thank God he's got <laughs> the uh, accuracy of Luca when he plays because he puts this thing off the bar, okay? Oh, my and, God. And uh, pops out. It gets late. You and Tini are already talking about what the heck are we going to do? Are we going to make top four? All this. And Danilo says, hold my beer. Okay. <laughs> I got this. I got this, Juventini. Okay, corner kick, boom, pops it in, kisses the crest. Let's go. Let's go. Point saved, point salvage. And, and uh, he said also, he, he was like cold-blooded. He was like, yeah, I'm yeah, cold-blooded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know what? Honestly, I think Juve deserved more than the draw in this game based on uh, run of play. They had a couple sections of the game, the start of the second half and the end of the first half where they could have been sharper. But honestly, I think we honestly deserve more. I think a draw is, you know, if we were clinical, I'd say we, we were bagging a couple. Um, draw is fair, though. It's fair. Um, Atalanta, and the reason I can say that I think UA deserved a bit more, Atalanta didn't really do a whole lot, even in those lapses where Juve wasn't sharpest. How many opportunities did we pick out of here for Atalanta? I mean, a couple shots from range. Um, if that free kick, that free kick was worldly, right? So if you take that aside, Atalanta doesn't generate a goal. That other Hattabor chance, we were rattled, shell-shocked from giving up that goal. Um, outside of that, Juve contained them pretty well, but this is where I think the balance is kind of gone for Juve because I feel like we go too much in trying to prevent the other teams from doing what they need to do that in a way it hinders ourselves from doing what we need to do 100%. If that makes any kind of sense, we spend too much time worrying about them and how to stop them 
that we're not 100% doing the right things we need to be doing to punish the teams we're playing against. And one of the main concerns that's been with us, Juve, even when we play the lesser sides, is controlling matches. But in this one, I don't see control as an issue, regardless of the fact the possession finished very, very tight. I think Atalanta had 54% possession, 53 to 47. Opportunities, Atalanta finished with 21, but only three on goal. And a lot of those, like, 21 opportunities, too. I'm, I'm watching this game twice over, and I'm thinking, where are these 21 opportunities? You know, Juve, 15 opportunities, six on target. But we went through some great, great instances where, well, like, what does Juve need to do to take that next step, in your opinions? Let's start with Frankie. Well, it, it needs to be more relentless in this in the offensive side. I think that's the thing that we, we're not as bad, but in a good way. We need to be more bad. Uh we need to be relentless. We cannot give uh, the other teams a chance to live in the game. No, we need to put the game out fast and then think about managing the game, which is the good way to do it. You score two goals at, at first, two, two, three goals, and then we hold game and we stop the playing and we win the game. We have been a little... Mm, to 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 we were missing too many chances i think for now that's the problem we are creating more but in for juventus to to be better we need to finish those chances and we are able to finish those chances we're going to be we're going to be good because our midfield has improved we're not we don't have the best midfield in the world but we have improved i think we, we what we have we're able to win and we're able to do good is just finishing finishing those chances because other teams get better through the game if, if we give them hope. That's where we have to limit. You're on mute. You're on mute, Al. Come on now. Come on, Al. Take the chances, Morata. <laughs> Al Nawa, he didn't even take the chance. We all know what he's talking, which uh, instance uh, Alex P is talking about. Sometimes you got to even just take him. Morata had that opportunity. I was losing my mind watching him. Everybody's yelling, shoot. I had the watch along going in the background with uh, uh, Anthony and Cliff, and they're screaming, shoot, shoot. <laughs> and Morata doesn't. He tries to slot it over to Dybala. The ball overruns him. It's incredibly frustrating. Uh, Lex, what do you think Juve needs to do to take that next step? Do you agree with Frankie? It's just a, a mindset, an approach, and to be more aggressive? I think it's that and also just like um, continuing to improve chemistry in the front, like especially the front three, because looking at that example right there from the Morata um, instance, it's that final pass was missing. It was either the final pass or the final shot yesterday. Like we had so much great buildup play. And then when we would get around the net in the box, when it was time to make the final clinical pass or to finish off the chance, we just didn't do it. And so, yeah, I agree. The 20, first 25 to 30 minutes were, were excellent. I was tweeting. I'm like, oh, my God, we're playing culture. We're playing like we're doing so great. Like it was awesome to watch. But I just think that, like Frankie said, you just have to have that mentality where we needed to be more clinical. Like you I think we need to like honestly just believe that we can be a team that 
scores early and finishes teams off and then manages the game. I feel like maybe we're so used to that whole like holding off or trying to just make it through the game. And then like we got that last minute winner, which was, I mean, sorry, last minute tying goal, which was great because we tied the game. But honestly, like Al said, I thought we deserved more from that game. That game should have been a win, should have been put away. Atalanta had absolutely nothing going in the first 30 minutes. Like we should have finished them off then. Yeah. It's uh, it's frustrating. And again, you look at some of the best opportunities we have. And like Alex P highlighted on Morata there, it doesn't even take the opportunity. And then in a lot of other ones, the passes aren't there. And it breaks down before we even get that great scoring opportunity. The one that stands out to me, unfortunately, Vlaovic. Vlaovic, Vlaovic had quite a few of those. Yeah. Where he was, he was the breakdown. Unfortunately, in some great uh, attacking sequences, uh, the one he missed—it's it, a short pass to DiBala. DiBala's running; he's literally center, center of the area. You just can't miss that pass. You have to, have to get it to DiBala there, and he wasn't even close. He threw this muffin. It looked like Cliff was trying to make that pass. Okay, it was so weak, so soft. And uh, that's what happens. It, it breaks down. Yeah. Uh, but it really now, gets better with playing together more. Like, it's their only their third game, I believe, right? Uh, like, kind of second, actually second game for the three of them up front together. So. Yeah. It's, and that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> Cliff. Oh, yeah. I got to keep you on your toes, buddy. You got to keep you on your toes. It's okay. We got Luca for accuracy and Cliff for the soft passes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. We're getting one by one. We'll get uh, these teams going. That's right, Luca. That's right. I'll go after the whole team today. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Guys, let's get to man of the match before we get into the, all the hot topics surrounding this UV now after getting only a point in this where we all, you know, wanted the win, wanted to go out there and grab these three points. So obviously brought to everybody by our sponsor, stripedartsapparel.com. Check them out. Uh, ton of new designs. Um, really, really sharp. Of course, some proceeds go to uh, charities, Rotating Carousel, okay? And it helps support the channel and show. Another way to help support is the Super Chat if you feel like uh, dropping a donation, okay? But Striped Arts Apparel, get yourself some cool merch at the same time. Also, take the time to like the video, okay? Like the video. If you're new to the channel, subscribe to the channel. It's all you all the time if you're listening to this on audio outlets get over to youtube that's where all the fun takes place now without further ado man of the match lex so i'm gonna go with um this is this is kind of out of character for me but i'm going to pick a defender i think you have to go with delict i think i think that you've got to go with delict i think that he just was a wall in the back he came up big so many times for us um and i it can't be denied. I would probably say that uh, Danilo is probably also a good shout after that that tying goal. But yeah, I'm going with the defender. There you go, Delict. <laughs> Delict was mine as well, and I said it wasn't even close. Oh come uh, on, don't copy, Al. Frankie. <laughs> uh, come on, you're always copying, Al. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Don't make me point the finger at you. <laughs> Put the gun down. No, oh, sorry, sorry. There'll be no uh, AJC on AJC violence today. <laughs> well, um, I'm going with Danilo. Danilo, I think he was uh, playing, had a solid game, as always. He has solid games. People are, are always criticizing Danilo. And the only thing he does is perform. So, 
Interesting, interesting. So Danilo gets your shout. Um, I saw a lot, and uh, I'm gonna rag on Cliff here a bit too because I was watching their watch along, and uh, Cliff and Ant were yelling for Danilo to be the sub off, and I was saying no, don't take Danilo off. And uh, then of course he ties a goal, and I had to, I had to just you know get that jab in there on Cliff and Ant. He yeah. he did he kissed the. Oh yeah! Oh team. yeah! Come on! You cannot! You cannot be mad at that. No! 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 It's look. Uh, Danilo's been a great ambassador. He's. Uh, it's, it's crazy the turnaround from when he first came because his first year at Juve was, was pretty rough. rough. It was pretty <laughs> rough, but he's uh, he's uh, stepped up and he's done well. Now it's time to tackle uh, what everybody was thinking. Obviously, we got to talk about the substitutions in this one. Wow, like Max waited and waited and waited on this one. Um, we didn't get a substitution till the 79th minute, okay? I want to know what you guys, <laughs> what are you guys thinking? And what are the re what could you possibly see as the reasoning on not making changes um obviously the malinowski goal came in the 76th minute but i think there was a bunch of us calling for a little bit of change uh prior to that probably at least 65th minute um and i honestly i was expecting a little bit of a change in the midfield at some point i think you needed to try and get locatelli a little bit further because mckenny and rabio are essentially runners uh mckinney gives you more offensively rabio's supposed to give you more defensively i said supposed to and um you know i still say there's something missing when those are the three guys out there um but we didn't get a change till the 79th minute i also thought watching this one it was screaming for us to get more out of our fullbacks one of those fullbacks max needed to risk in order to help the guys up top and support the guys there. He was holding Danilo and Chilio back and it created issues. So not only did you have two runners in the midfield, and I will say this, McKenney did, he did a solid job. He did a solid job. His downfall was the same as pretty much everyone else's. Morata, Dybala, Vlaovic, and that was that end end product in the most critical areas. But outside of that, McKenney was great. But you still needed a change either to get Locatelli in there to support or you needed to start risking one of those fullbacks. The fact Max didn't do this, we wait till 79th minute. What the hell, guys? Lex, what's going through your mind when you see this? I was waiting for him to make the sub. I kept waiting and waiting. You know what? Honestly, I think Max was standing on the sidelines and he was just like, I'll give it a few more minutes. They're going to score. Okay, just a few more minutes. They're going to score now. And I think he honestly did that. I think he just kept delaying it because there were moments when those that front six or that whatever would be convincing and look like they were going to finally score. And then they wouldn't, they would miss the net or they would, they would miss that chance. So I really, I honestly really do think that he trusted those six players that he put out in our attack and that he thought that they were, they were going to get the job done. But I was like screaming for a change either in the midfield, like you said. And then I really liked your point about, um, Bringing an, making a fullback get up the field. I tweeted out too. I think this, the game needed Juan Cuadrado. Like, sure, like don't take Danilo off. I think he should have shifted him into the center back position earlier and put Cuadrado on um, right back and allowed him to get up the field. And and if you look at the goal we scored, that was from Cuadrado 
doing a step over move, driving into the box and creating a corner kick. And then we got the corner kick goal off of it. I think we were just missing that extra spark from the back in our attack. And then I think in the midfield, I mean, I would have, like you said, I think I would have put Arthur somebody on that was maybe more a defensive midfielder to allow Locatelli to get forward. But I think that some change was definitely needed in the midfield and some spark in the back for attack because we, we were missing it and it went on too long. It got stale to play, I think. Yeah. Frankie, what do you think? This was my, my face yesterday. <laughs> waiting, waiting. I, I felt like I was, you know, when you have to renew your license, it takes a long time. I was, it was the same feeling. What the hell, Max? Yeah, I I, I didn't understand, man. I, I was I was screaming like make something, like try to move somebody up. Obviously, take out Rabio. We don't need him right now. We need to win. And but I, I don't know. I, he froze. I, I think what Lex said. I completely agree with her. I think he was seeing that we were playing sometimes in a good manner. We we're playing good we had chances and he was like oh we're gonna score oh we're it's just the ending we're we're gonna score but we didn't and I, at one moment he said like oh, oh oh it's almost the 80 minute i have to do something yeah max you should have done something from the 60th minute yeah that's uh, yeah it's it's uh, tough so what he does do is uh quadrado comes on in the 79 for Bonucci. You get Keane in for McKenney, Arthur in for Rabio. That that was probably the move I would have done in the 60th minute. 55th minute is probably get Arthur in there and slide Locatelli over there. And then Ake comes in for Maratha in the 86. It turns into like Max chasing a goal desperately because now all of a sudden you've got like Ake is a winger, uh, Keen's out there, Quadrado's out there. The formation is almost lost completely, and it's almost like you see five players across that Atalanta back line and going at them. Whatever, go crazy, chase that goal. We found it. Uh, but you know, now it's like full time thoughts. What is what is uh, the breakdown? How are people viewing this? We're going to take some of these from Twitter that actually came in and generate our discussion here because there's a lot of interesting stuff here. Garfield coming in here with, for me, the approach in mid was off from the start. You have one guy out of three in the mid that maintains possession. You need some calm and control. McKenney and Rabio are both runners, but you're not going to control a game with them. Zach or Arthur in there would have solidified our control of the game. Max went for physicality instead of control. You have a front three that is very dangerous. Take control of the game in midfield and let them play. This is interesting. This is interesting because we talked about this even um, um, if you're looking at this game. 53% possession to 47 or whatnot. I don't think control was even that major uh, issue in here. But I think what it became through the key moments is uh, continuing to support that attack or just get things a little bit more... I don't know. It's tough to put your fingers on it. I mean, because when we're in our most uh, dangerous opportunities there, 
with against Atalanta, the margin for error is is so so uh, minuscule, right? Because of how we play with that bit of control that I think Garfield's trying to talk about, it changes. Uh, Lex talked about uh, the fullback, right? Getting a fullback more involved and whatnot. That changes things. Opening up a couple different angles changes things a bit. It opens up that uh, margin uh, for error because you have different angles of attack. When we're strictly leaving it to those three guys, they have to be perfect. They have to be absolutely perfect because they're outnumbered and outmanned because we're not committing the mids. We're not committing fullbacks. There's no support. So we're literally banking on that trident. That's just how I kind of see it and whatnot. And again, I don't think there was necessarily anything extremely wrong in this match. Atalanta had a scorcher of a free kick. Outside of that, we had great opportunities. So I'm not saying that there's anything, you know, necessarily wrong with Max's approach or what they did in this one. It's more thinking, you know, how do we take that next step again? But to Garfield's uh, thoughts on the midfield, how do you guys think about that? And what's your go-to midfield? What are we thinking here? Mm, uh, personally, uh, it's not much anger in this game because I've seen performances where I get angry at the end of the game. Obviously, we're happy we got the tie, but it's more disappointment in the sense that we we had the chances to do more. And now winning today would have been spectacular for us. And, and, and it doesn't leave my mind that thought that of the top five, we were the losers this this weekend because the only the only team that were thinking about separating themselves from the from Atlanta and uh, and trying to go for the title. I, I don't care about what Max said. There's a lot of football left, and if we won, we would have been closer to the title race and would have like. Leave Atalanta separated separated ourselves from Atalanta, and we did it. And that's the disappointment because we have a golden chance, and we didn't t- took it. Uh, from for the midfield, for me, I think Zakaria needs to play because it it gives Loca more the ability to move more forward. Um, what what I would do is play Arthur and. And Loka together, especially when you have uh, that guy Sakaria, who has great defensive ability, who has shown to who have a better on-ball skills. I, I'm pretty surprised with his on-ball skills, and and those three, I know McKinney is great. I, I really like McKinney, but those three for me, I would try it because I think that will give us a more creative midfield and get Loka the ability to go forward. That that's. Just the midfield for me. I don't know what you guys are thinking. You are better yeah. than I'm, you are better than me. Well, no. Here's the thing, um, and we've got the live chat is really popping off here as Beppe comes in. Uh, oh with, God! Uh, Beppe on fire. Minute we were still solid and not risking changing to win would have exposed us. But the counter there is that one sub wouldn't throw off the balance. But Beppe is saying that it would. Um, so, anyways, there's and he's just basically uh, Bippe is saying there's he's not going to take criticism for Allegri on this uh, based on uh, lack of changes because it would have changed everything. I don't think anybody's necessarily criticizing um, Allegri, but 
I don't, I don't know. Uh, again, you, you need a goal. Um, you don't want to just uh, see it out nil-nil, whatnot. Um, I don't know if... That's an interesting question. Does one sub change that balance completely, depending on who the subs are? I mean, if our tour comes in, does it change the balance? Yeah, I mean, Locatelli's going to be over there, but does it change it for the positive? I don't really know. How much did Rabio do defensively that was like we can't make that change. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's interesting wanting a fullback to get more involved. I understand the risk that's there. I do understand the risk that's there. That was something I had called for. I'd said, Hey, you know, we got to kind of get after this if we want to score a goal because of what I was seeing, leaving it up to one mid and three forwards, they were becoming outnumbered and they had to be perfect, perfect to the inch. And it wasn't happening. So it's, it's kind of interesting. I'm not criticizing Max. I think, again, all in all, we had the best opportunities. Um, just couldn't score. But I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one. In the midfield, getting back to the midfield, Zakaria, this is not the match I would have tried him as a six. Uh, so that's the thing. A lot of shouts for him to be in there. I haven't seen it yet, and I don't want to take that chance until I see it. So that's the only reason I say no. In, in my mind, I see Zakaria, McKenny, and Rabio as alternates on one side of the midfield. I still say our best includes Artur and Locatelli. That's just the way I see it. I think for the best, we have a team that, for the most part, surrenders a lot of play, but those two guys in there, all of a sudden, can help you when you need to just eat up time and just get guys into position and do some Locatelli can spray the ball around. Locatelli took a lot of knocks for his game yesterday and was being criticized heavily and saying, oh, he's not doing anything. He's not spraying the ball around. How did you guys see Locatelli's performance? And what what is your best midfield, Lex? Um, I thought, like, I think he was maybe overly criticized. It wasn't his best game. I think it was just more because it was just more or less an underwhelming performance. But I feel like that had more to do with just where he was playing. I just I still don't think Regista is his best spot. I like Locatelli um, closer to the 18 in and around the 18-yard box um, joining the attack. I think if we had gotten him forward, uh, we could have helped override their back three more because we were, like you said, 3v3. Uh, we isolated kind of a 1v1 situation with our front three against their back three. And then I think McKenny helped join the attack. But I think if we could get Locatelli forward, that would have really benefited our team. So that's what I think. I think this team, I think a lot of people would agree, is still missing a solid six to play there. That's like consistent six. Or we have to just start trusting Arthur more. I think that's just what it's got to come down to. And um I think that Arthur coming in the match would have helped that, in my opinion. I think that we could have gotten, as we've all mentioned, Locatelli forward more. And that's why my best midfield, I think um, Zakaria can play as an alternate to McKenny. I think that's where he should play. I think I would stick with the um, Arthur, McKenny, Locatelli midfield. And I think that I would maybe sub in Zakaria on one of those wings, either for probably for McKenny. So, or you could have maybe Zakaria, Arthur, and Locatelli. I think, um, oh, Beppe's mentioning here about Locatelli, second player with the most touches. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
I know Arthur, yeah, that's also another good point. Arthur has some knocks uh, because of his, I guess, a lot of people think lack of physicality. Um, I just, I think he's underrated. I, I think we just haven't seen enough of it yet from him. I think we need more from Arthur. We also still need a proper six. We're missing a solid six. Yeah, I think, you know, looking at this thing in that match yesterday, I think you have to pick something. And ultimately, we picked nothing. Like, I think if you want to keep your midfield as physical and balanced, you might have to risk a fullback getting more involved to support. It, and vice versa. If you want to hold back Danilo and Dechilio like we did, then you got to do something in the midfield to help those guys up top and support. We did neither, right? So it's like, ultimately, we're all saying it here too. Atalanta did nothing. They didn't do much. They got like three opportunities. They got like three opportunities, ended up scoring a worldly. So I don't like, I just don't like that uh, kind of fear that we allow to dictate what we do. You know what I mean? That's all. That's just how we see it. But I think we were caught between two minds uh, and Max eventually just kind of didn't select either or whatnot. And ultimately still, again, I remain solid on this. Still, I say we were the better of the two sides and deserved the three points, in my personal opinion. Frankie, what do you think? Well, um, I do agree that uh, Locatelli is sometimes being all over-criticized. Uh, my problem is I don't see his role being concrete. I think Max is asking of him some games to do something and some games to do other things. And it can be hard to understand what do you need, especially taking into consideration he's he's a young player. We see him as a very mature guy, but he's still a young player. And he and he's like, "What's my role? Do I have to be a regista, or do you want me to be, go forward?" I, I don't understand. In this game, uh, I man, I, I I just wish he would have trusted uh, Arthur more. I th I think. Bebe said something important uh, that he not to lose was more important, and then it was. It's, it's more. It was more important not to lose than to win, yeah. because losing this game against Atalanta was critical. But uh, but it depends a lot on the context of the game. If we were talking about the Milan game, in which we're not creating, we're we're being defending a lot Milan is being more dangerous than us then I can understand that position but in the context of this game we're certainly the most even though Atalanta have had dangerous chances but we were the most dangerous team I thought we we dictated where the game was being played in and I think we were dominating the game and that's why I was asking for ch changes to be more offensive because I thought that we were we were there. We just needed a little more. And winning this game uh, against Atalanta, just for the champ, forget the title race, just for the Champions League uh, spot, it would have been great for us because we're still in the Champions League uh, top four, obviously. But they still had one more game to play, so we can be tied at the end. I just think that winning this, this game would have been gigantic for us for the more more uh for for us as team and for the just the mindset of the team going forward yeah 
Yeah, it's uh, you see comments coming in here. Um, you know, Locatelli taking uh, a lot of flack and whatnot, but it's it's tough. I mean, yeah, you can't. You know, he's doing one job, right? But still requiring him or asking him to do everything else, it's it's tough. Um, the roles change uh, drastically in that role, especially with who you have next to you. And, um, yeah, again, I don't think there was anything necessarily wrong with yesterday. We just we couldn't we couldn't find one when we were all over them and uh, then had to chase one. They it's it's not that bad. It's not that dire. But there's a lot of contrasting opinions on what needs to happen. The Scudetto race, obviously, Max has stated that, uh, you know, it was. It, it, they were always chasing it and it's you know been that dream whatnot but top four is where uh they remain they need to be going at um uh, i mean it's it's frustrating because uh you know that it, it was still a dream but that win would have really cranked up the pressure on everybody. but we always knew inter has a game in hand atalanta still has a game in hand and whatnot there was always it was always an uphill battle always an uphill battle but the point remains absolutely massive, absolutely massive to get that draw. Um, not losing, avoiding the loss was absolutely massive yesterday. Um, Frankie, you touched on it. Obviously, uh, Beppe did as well. You just can't lose that no. match. And no. uh, thankfully, they didn't. Allegri's taken uh, quite a bit of uh heat here uh we're reading through uh, our comments on uh just getting thoughts uh, from people at full time and you know um this was uh sam uh ferguson comes in with this was a real test for max his tactics with the new signings and he failed i don't agree with that no i don't think uh it was a failure on any part from max in this one um i can't agree with that um boga ripped the right flank apart till the last minute. Um, Boca created some issues. Uh, yeah. He was moving around a lot, a lot, and he was finding space away from defenders and away from midfielders um, and was able to break out and whatnot. But ultimately, uh, he did, yeah, he did some damage, created uh, some opportunities, but... Uh, I don't see anything this drastic, uh, you know, that we have to say Max failed. No. The Trident. There was a comment uh, that come in that said, uh, not sold on the Trident and don't think it's our best and something is missing. <laughs> come on, go ahead, Lex. No, Lex. please, Lex. Lex. You, had a, you have to go first. <laughs> you have to go is there first. something missing in the Trident? What could you possibly think it is if you're going to say that no, it isn't? And uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts when they say that you're not sold on the Trident? Wait, wait. You didn't saw her face. You didn't <laughs> saw her face. You're... I'll have to watch the playback the, the, for that. The, the, the Trident didn't work. Like, so was like, what? <laughs> what? What? what so are you talking about? Not convinced by this Trident. Not enough pace, question mark. So it's almost like he's not sure what it is that's missing. I think it's only good in certain situations. A 3-5-2 suits this team better as we have no wingers. So, Lex, are you sold on the Trident? <laughs> so much to unpack there. I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. 
but I think that our Trident is very strong. Like, I think especially yesterday, there, <laughs> there were moments when we were just playing incredibly well together. I think Morata, again, showed this past game when he's playing in that front three that he's redeeming himself um, immensely this season. And I think that, I mean, how can you get better than Morata, Vlaovic, and Dybala together? I think it's just so many people are in agreement. I think there's like an overwhelming majority that it's a great trident, great attacking three. And then to touch um, a little bit on the 352 co- uh, comment, I mean, sure. I just, I don't think we have the back three for it. And look, Chiellini's out for 30 days with a calf problem now. We can't, we just don't have the depth at center back to do 352. I just don't think that works. And I think that the 433 or the 4231, depending on who we're playing, still our best shapes and kind of stuck with that since the beginning, but now nah, no problems with that attacking Trident at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie, what do you think? Well, is the, are, those are the players that we have. What more can, can we have? Do you think the three, five, two is better for us? No, 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 no. Right now with, with the situation at the center back position, we, we cannot, allow ourselves to have that kind of formation uh, that's with all everyone healthy that's another discussion but right now we can't so it's in, in 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 the wing back position what we're going to do we, we do have quadrado and pellegrini who apparently just is it doesn't exist because max is, do, is not using him uh but uh we, we are short in many positions to play that kind of formation. And at the end of the day, the, the three in the front have just played together two games and yeah. two complete games, I'm yeah. saying. And they need chemistry. That's something you need chemistry of, especially in the sense that Dybala's role is not necessarily a guy playing on that corner. He has more freedom. He moves around. Mm-hmm. And, and still Blavik and, and Morata needs to uh, get used to playing together. And they are playing good. I, I, I like what I'm seeing. But they need time. I, I think that the more the more they play together, the better they will they will get. I think that the, the discussion is more about the midfield, in my opinion, which players should we use. And and, and that's, that's for me. I, the front three is the best option we have in the attacking phase. So I don't want any problems with Lex, so I would agree with her. Yeah. I think, you know, again, <sighs> formations and all this aside, sometimes it's just what we do, how we do it and whatnot. Like yesterday, again, we showed there's a couple sequences where we got in behind the areas out wide where we needed to to really punish Atalanta. Nowhere near enough. Some of the issues are when you have McKinney and you have Rabi on the other side. While McKinney did a great job, it's different. You don't have the um, passing range out of there to effectively hurt Atalanta on counters. Uh, Rabio's not going to do it. And McKenney's not that player either. He's completely different. So it's about figuring out these guys' strengths, suits, putting it all together at the same time. But again, I see like one group of midfielders all in the same column. And outside of that, we're still, you know what I mean? Like it's hard to explain, but there's like one combination 
that I think covers everything perfectly. And outside of that, there's going to be some sacrifice involved, right? But there's a lot. We're asking a lot of the Trident. And you guys are right. It's only been a couple matches. Chemistry will get better. They'll get better. See what comes up. Storm the barn, everybody. If you have questions, let's go. Storm the barn. There's a couple that have been sitting in here. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Luca. Does the missed chances by players like Paulo, Dusan, Morata fall on fatigue or mentality? This game was sealed if these three were sharper. Mm, nah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't really put it on fatigue or mentality or anything. I mean, it's a bad game. If we're watching, if we're watching some of these, Dusan forced a couple really good saves. He forced a couple really, really good saves. Morata, the only one I can really get on him for is the one where he's dancing around inside this area and just doesn't pull the trigger. That's just inexcusable. Um, I'm sorry, but if you have a line of sight on goal in the area and you're one of the forwards, you got to put it on net. You have to force the keeper to do some work. Um, that's the only one I could really get on him. But I, I don't know. It, it was sharper. Were, see, I can deal with opportunities being missed or goalies making saves or whatnot. So I don't associate that with being sharper. What I associate with not being sharp is when you're misplaying passes that are passes you need to be making that shut down sequences that's what i associate being sharp with the fact that you know dibala missed the missed the net on that one where he cuts in and stuff like that i don't really put it to fatigue or mentality or anything it's just just miss the goal that's all it is like what do you guys think yeah i agree i would say like you mentioned those dibala chances there was like two i can remember can remember that he kind of did his iconic um cut inside and then curl with the left foot and I thought it was going to be his classic goal and he, he just missed the net. I think maybe like you can just chalk it up to just not being his day in terms of like finishing. But like you said, yeah, like I wouldn't necessarily put it to fatigue or mentality and um, um, a note on fatigue. I think if that lineup, if Max had left them out and they had eventually scored, I think then it would be a different conversation right now too. I forgot to mention that earlier. I know a lot of us were kind of like ready yeah. about the substitutions, but there were, and there were moments where I was flipping in my mind too, where they would do something really great, like have a really great sequence. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. I'm, I guess I'm glad he left them out like that. And then something would happen where it'd be like, no, we need something more. I would make a change. You know what I mean? So I think that if they had come up with a goal and I just think it just, for some reason, just wasn't their day. We just weren't finishing our chances. Yeah. Frankie, what do you think? Just a bad day. Those game happens. Uh, probably people are making a fuss of it because we did have that game against Sassuolo in which we faced uh, Prime uh, Buffon combined with Donnarumma in one game. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's, it's just a bit of game. There were chances. The goalkeeper made great, great stops. There's nothing you can do with that. Yeah, in the Morata chance, he should he should have uh, shot the ball. He was dancing and dancing. He didn't shot the ball. But uh, yeah. but at the end of the day, those games will happen. 
sometimes yeah. strikers just don't have it. Today it was that day, but in the future we, we will have games in which we have only one chance and he scores uh, Blaubic or Morata scores the goal and they are the best in the world. Those games happen. So yeah. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I, I'd have to. I'd have to agree. Have to agree. Now we have one uh, coming in here that says uh, Kilini and Benucci out by end of the season. Gatti and Botman coming in. Yes or no? Botman, I don't think so. He's going to Milan. In and the only the only way we get in Botman is if we sell the league, which is not happening. So, would you do this though? Like if Kilini and Benucci out Gatti and Botman. If sell would you pull? Would you pull the trigger on this? Hypothetically, if we selling them, answer the question. Damn it! I'm I'm asking you a question to answer your Delini question. Delaney and Benucci out. Gatti and Botman in. Are you gonna sign off on that? Yes or no? No, no. Black. Okay. No, I won't either. Go ahead, Frankie. No, oh. come on, come on. Now I'll answer the damn question yourself. <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Uh, how I'm dare kidding, you? I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, Gatti's going to be an interesting one to see because I'm very, very curious about that Serie B to uh, Serie A jump, and uh, I don't think it's going to be so flawless as people, no. uh, you know, no. really are counting on and thinking. So, I think he's going to be. He has all the tools physically to play in Serie A because yeah. he's he's fast enough to play in Serie A. At a high level, he is strong enough to play at Serie A. The guy is he's just a wall, and and he, I think he has the characteristics. Now he needs develop mentally. That's the big thing, and I think in Juventus is a good place to develop as a center back because you do have players who has done it who have done it before who are willing to teach because the league wasn't as polished when he came, and I'm not comparing the two players. But they both, they, the league learned a lot under uh, playing with Bonucci and Gallini. I think Gatti will do the same. And also playing with Danilo. Those are players that have experience. And he can learn a lot. It's, it's not going to be a seamless transition because obviously there's a big gap in level difference. But I think that if we're talking about physical attributes and, and the potential, he has all the potential in the world to to play with Juventus. All he has all the tools. He just needs to know how to use them. Yeah, I'd I'd have to uh, agree. I mean, solid solid uh, future there, but uh, it it's it's gonna take time. It's gonna take time. Um, look at the, I'm still reading some of these comments there, and uh, you know, uh, lucky to get a point. <sighs> nah. That, yeah. No, that we, was we, like... should add, we should add some more goals earlier and whatnot. But, yeah, we've kind of tackled through a, a lot of this. Uh, there were quite a few comments, one from Juve Jat there about Arthur needing to play uh, that deep role and whatnot. And, again, these are things we've talked about a lot with Juve. And it's setting up your lineup and your players in what's going to benefit the group the most. And not knocking max or anything in any way shape or form but i just think again yesterday we would have had to pick something fullbacks or mids like to do something just to give us that one little bit of extra edge and i think in the long run we didn't choose either which was fine we got we got a score 
We have to score goals, everybody. This is the same thing that's been going on all season. And Vlaovic is here, and, you know, he's he had great opportunities and whatnot. They still need to click and gel. I'm still on that trident. You got to roll with that trident. It's our best. I like Quadrado playing as the right back. That's me. I like him playing as the right back. I think, again, it just gives you that extra edge, that extra element of attack at any moment in time when he can beat a guy 1v1 that opens up space for everybody else down the line. Vlaovic, Dybala, Morata. I, th I think he's got to be at that right back role. And uh, I know that a lot of people now with Danilo back are like, no, Danilo's your right back. I'm just saying I like Quad as that right back. What do you guys think? I think they offer, everyone like would agree, they offer different characteristics. But I would agree yeah. that I think that Quadrado was needed yesterday sooner. Like, I would have put him in sooner. Like, sure, if you want to start off with Danilo. And, and Danilo had a great, a good game, too. So that's why it makes it, like, a tough thing to, to mention. But I think um, Quadrado does bring that pace and uh, to our attack and brings that help. It helps us override their um, back line, outnumber them, because we can just get him up the field more. Yeah. It's uh, Frankie. Uh, I, I I have to before I start. I have I saw a single comment in the comment section, so I have to just you know continue my my campaign of bringing single to Juventus. Obviously, the 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 good team of Turin. But uh, other than that, yeah, I agree. Cuadrado Cuadrado is a player that can help so help us a lot from that right back position I, I said it before i think that this is his best position he he's good enough defensively to support his offensive uh, obviously offensively he can he give gives us a lot and he's good enough defensively so a player like that will always help us a lot i think obviously max always has this idea of the player that he wish to have for any position i think he he likes more danilo in the sense that he's a safer player, he's more defensive. But sometimes we do need uh, playing with to play with that kind of player like Cuadrado that can give us a lot offensively. And he can, frankly, sometimes even go forward and play as another midfield, creative midfield, and associate. And we saw a lot. Like Lex said, the goal came from a play that Cuadrado did 1-2 one, 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 with Dybala, if I'm not mistaken. And, and he break up the line, he moved, it was great football to see. And a player like that, I just, he needs to be in the lineup in that position. He gives us a lot and he will open up the space for, for everybody and, and, yeah. and give the midfield like a break to, to, to move the ball faster, play in a different way that just trying to put the ball over the defender's hand and make Lavic or Morata run for the ball. Yeah. Where do, do you guys see growth in this UV? Do you think we're much, much stronger than we were at the start of the year? No? Uh, yes. In my, in my idea, yes. Uh, I see more organization. I see a, a clear, a more clear idea of what we want to do. And I see players being be motivated more because obviously the signings have help us a lot and 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 the 
all around the team, you feel different vibe. Juve's teams are afraid to play against Juve again, which is something that we uh, lost. But you see teams getting nervous. Oh, oh, we're playing against Juve. It's not as easy as before. So, yeah, for in my opinion, yes, we have improved. Interesting, interesting. Lex? Yeah, I would say I would say we have improved from the beginning for sure. I just think it was those two signings in January. And, frankly, um, Vlaovic was a huge, huge. Like having a striker like that, just that presence in your attack, um, that alone is enough, I think, to, like, put some fear into the team we're playing. So, I would, I would say we've improved for sure. And like Frankie mentioned, I think teams are more intimidated by us now again. Yeah. It's, yeah, the fear factor based on the names is kind of there now. We just need to put it together because I still see, I still see, yeah, the structure yeah. and organization defensively is there. Uh, we're back, we're tight, um, not allowing goals. Um but uh, I still need to see more in the attack. Otherwise, it's going to turn into the same thing where it's the names are there. But we need we need them to uh, start clicking and start firing. So, top four. We're there. 25 games played, 46 points. Atalanta right behind us with 24 games played, 44 points. Now, Inter, 54 points. A match in hand. AC Milan in the lead, 55 points. Napoli, 53. Where do you think we finish? Where do you think we finish come end of the season? I don't care what Max said. I'm, we're going all the way. <clears throat> and we're going to win this Scudetto. Oh, so Frankie's calling an epic, epic breakdown there from these teams ahead of us. And I love it. I love it. Um, give me that until it's mathematically impossible. Uh, Lex. Yeah, I agree. I think you always got to hope that it can happen until it's mathematically ruled out. Um, I had us finishing third after the winter at Christmas time, but before our signings, I think now I would go with, I would either say solid third or possible possible second. I don't know, like, but like you said, not ruling out anything. Frank, you're not ruling out anything. I did say on the mm. other side, yeah, possible scudetto. I think that that's why this game um, was so disappointing was because it was right there for the taking. I think like um, who tied Inter and Napoli tied. 1-1, and I think we couldn't have asked for a better result from that match. That was just absolutely perfect, and it was set up for us. We got three points. Like, we would have put so much more pressure on these guys, and I think, like you said, it, it hurts not getting um, – now Atalanta has that match in hand on us with the win over us from earlier, and it's that's the part that sucks. And I think that we still have some big games left, but um, – and against the top four, I think there's a stat, right? We haven't beat any of the top – Four teams yet and I think that that's also something to take into consideration I guess when you're looking at where we're going to finish but yeah it's um it's gonna be tough I mean it's frustrating because yeah we you know that was a that would have been a big big swing for us uh not only the guys above us but even just a little bit more breathing room with Atalanta so that part hurts but ultimately I've always said 
The ones that hurt more are the ones against the teams you absolutely have to get the three against. And we had too many of those. And we had them at the start of the year. And you're always behind the eight ball. Max's words where he's just said, look, we're, it's, it's never been our Scudetto, you know. And Frankie's saying he doesn't care. Max is just taking that out of the equation for the guys. This team's going to continue to push. This team's going to continue to go out there. I truly believe we're just going to get better and better and better um, in the rest of these games as these guys continue to gel and learn how to play with one another. We're just going to get better and better and better. I honestly, like, there's a couple matches coming up, but, like, after that, our like, our last 12 games, <clears throat> it's it's like our schedule is pretty good compared to these other teams. Anything can happen. And these teams, from what I'm seeing, it's almost like they don't want the damn thing. So if you don't want it, give I'll it take it. Let's go. Let's get out there and take it. If they don't want it, let's, let's go. go out there and take the damn thing. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, we've got uh, – we're going to have uh, Torino – coming up okay so that's going to be on uh friday and then we're going to have the champions league the first leg against Villarreal on tuesday so this is going to be very very interesting asked about a heavy rotation against torino with champions league coming up this is interesting derby de la mola and uh what torino's in ninth i think in the table or something like that ninth or tenth um there's going to be rotation but i don't think it should be heavy uh you need three points out of that derby uh frankie looks very intense here on this one so frankie your thoughts as we go into uh, the derby de la mola and then of course the first leg against Villarreal. it's a derby to never underestimate the other team on a derby we have not been brilliant against torino in the last games so you you need those three points uh, to go to get those three points, and then you think about the Champions League. Obviously, yeah, I'm. I, we want to go as far as we can in the Champions League, but right now, that those three points are gold for us, because if we lose, then we give Atalanta the chance to go back and claim the being ahead of us in the in the top four race. So no. We need those those three points so to go for for the kill, to go and win that game, and then you think about Villarreal. There you go. There you go, Lex. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there'll be some rotation, but I don't think it'll be like a crazy amount. Like not like it's like a Copa game or anything. And I think, like you said, I think it's still very important. Three points. We have to keep it up and try and keep our position in the top four i think for sure and it's also a pretty big derby too so um and i don't think that it's going to be any Tony's going to be a team to where we're just going to walk over either so no it's going to be uh all the games are must win every single one of them so uh you is going to go out there uh treating each and every one as such as we expect and uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, had a good time recapping this one yesterday. Obviously not the result we wanted, but uh, glad we saved the draw because we deserved at the very least that, uh, if not the victory. Um, you know, some fans up in arms and whatnot, but uh, let's uh, let's remain patient. If we think back, this was interesting. We talked about this. Atalanta-Juve going into this one on the match day live. Out of the last 10 matches going into this one, Juve had only won three against Atalanta. 
That's in all competition. Last 10 matches, only three. So Atalanta has played us very, very well for many years now, and it's always been a tough one. So to think we were just going to go in there and, you know, roll them. No. Regardless of the fact that Atalanta, yes, they're struggling at home. They have, like, the best record away from home, and they've got, I think, one of the worst at home. Still, always going to be tough. Every team, not only the ones battling for top four, plays Juve like a final. It's always going to be tough. It's always going to be tough. Uh, the guys did well. Unfortunately, the goals weren't there for us, uh, but I think uh, I still remain uh, solid in my opinion that we deserved uh, the victory in that game ahead of uh, Atalanta. Didn't happen, but that's okay. We saved uh, the most important thing, words from Frankie, is that we did not lose. That is the most important. We did not lose. So take that positive. Take that into your week. Relax a bit, okay? It's all okay. There's a lot to play for. And Frankie and I say, these teams ahead of us, I'm not sure they want it. I'm not sure they want that Scudetto. So let's just relax. Let's see what happens Friday. And then, oh, Champions League, Villarreal. First leg, that's going to be nice. That's going to be a doozy. So let's see what happens. Uh, you know, Juve getting top four. Copitalia is a main objective. And then, uh, yeah, let's let's just see what happens. Frankie's got the gun waving. Before we end up, I have to say happy Valentine's. I have... Two chocolates for you guys, <laughs> but because you're not here, I'm gonna eat them myself. So, all right, all right, thank, thank you. you. Yes, oh, good Valentine's Day, everyone, on the live. Yeah, yeah, and Joe Cappuccino, uh, <laughs> fantastic uh, tweet there with a lot of uh, Calcio and yeah. Juve related um, uh, Valentines. Uh, but yeah, everybody, enjoy your week. Obviously, we'll be back on Friday with the match day live ahead of the Derby della Mola. Okay, you guys um, like the video, please, while you're here. Bob saying thanks for the watch along and the review now. Absolutely, my friend, that's what we're here for. We love it again. Like the video if you're new to the channel, subscribe. It's all you all the time. Check out our sponsor too. It's a way to support the channel and the show stripedartsapparel.com. They have a ton of good stuff. And this is the latest, which is absolutely fire. Love this Pinturiku hoodie, okay? So uh, make sure you check out the sponsor and show some love. Take care. We'll talk to you all on Friday. Fino alla fine. Forza Juventus. Ciao.